Oh, my goodness. Things have never looked worse. Never looked worse than they look right now. I was hoping for some better things to look at in 2021. Any of you? I mean, seriously, after the year that we had, I need something good to look at. Right at the turn of the year, around the first or second, things started to look bleak already. Everywhere that I looked, all I saw was brown, brown dirt, brown plants, brown horizon. See, it really doesn't rain here very much. So, so the luscious, beautiful patches of food, I mean grass, they are few and far between. And boy, we were between, I'll tell you what. All I was looking at was brown, dirt, dried up shrubs. Who wants to eat that stuff? In fact, who could possibly eat that stuff? That's what I was really thinking. I mean, geez, it's all prickly. It's terrible. Okay, okay. So, so I was thinking mostly with my stomach, and, and I was getting a little nervous. I, I didn't see much food for myself, and I thought for sure I would die out here in, in this brown, dried-up wilderness. Well, around the fourth or fifth, we, we made it. We made it here to this green patch. You know, so many of my friends and family had been saying, don't worry, he'll get us there. And he did, I guess. But it's not exactly like this patch is perfect. Uh, I was standing up just minding my own business, trying to put the past behind me. And then, bam, one of those annoying youngsters ran right into me. Jeez, this is not what I had hoped for. Those youngsters can be loud, unpredictable, uncontrollable. They make life miserable. But what good would it do to complain? I mean, seriously, none, no good. I'm wasting my time. So I begrudgingly kept one eye on them and one eye on my food, of course. I figured if I saw them bouncing my way, I could at least brace myself and call it good. And that's not all. As I was trying to keep one eye on the food and one eye on the youngsters, I wasn't seeing any water. Oh, okay, okay, I wasn't seeing enough water. I mean, that little pool over there, look at it. That wasn't going to be enough. I was looking around at the sheer number of thirsty folks around me, and I knew that I'd either A, have to wait forever to get a drink, or I would never get a drink. This is ridiculous. This is certainly not what I was hoping to see in this new year. And then it happened. Around the 10th, I was actually starting to enjoy myself. My belly was getting full. And I thought, hey, maybe we're going to be okay. And then I looked just past our little patch. And you know what I saw? More brown. More wilderness. And I just knew that he would take us out there. He always does. So even though I was starting to feel a little full, I just kept shoveling in that grass. I tried. I really tried not to think about the wilderness beyond our green patch. But I knew that I needed to eat as much as I possibly could right now. I mean, who knew uh, how, how long this green patch would last? Who knew he would have us out there, how long he'll have us out there in the wilderness again? It always feels like forever when we're out there. 
I knew that, that I needed to keep gathering and keep eating and keep shoveling in as much as I could. Can I tell you something else I saw? I'd rather not, honestly. It will just worry you, probably. I, I wish I had something good to look at. Jeez. I saw those bushes move over there. You know what that means, don't you? Those bushes on the outer rim, they were moving all right. And that means that there's more trouble out there just waiting for us. Probably a wolf or a lion, maybe a whole pack of them. Who knows? But I know it's not good. Maybe, maybe I'll just shut my eyes. Maybe I'll just pretend like it's all just not there. Good morning. <laughs> Why am I lying down? Well, that's really a great question. See, I'm lying down because there's really nothing to worry about, I guess. Well, I, I, guess, I guess you might say that I, um, I see things differently than, uh, than others. Yeah, yeah, I see things different. Well, let me give you some examples. Um, at the beginning of the year, we were doing what we normally do. We were heading towards our next luscious, beautiful, wide-open green pasture. I love those. Some around me kept talking about how brown it was and how we were in the wilderness, um, how there was no food, nothing for our bellies. They were, they were being a little dramatic. They said they were going to die out there. And they were partially right. I mean, we were in the wilderness. We were in the brown. But, but I knew that we weren't on our own. I knew that he was leading us. Oh, man. I knew that he could see further than, than I or, or any of us probably could. So, so I just kept looking at the shepherd. I just kept my eyes there. He is so good. He is so very good. It doesn't really you know, rain much in these parts. Uh, so, so we need a good shepherd uh, who, who knows where the green pastures are and really how to get there safely. Um, that's why we're here in this, uh, that's why we were there in that brown spot. Um, he was leading us to where we needed to go. And he's always gotten us there before. Look, let me give you another example um, of, of how I look at things different. I, I know that some are, well, they're a little annoyed by those youngsters that are bouncing around. Yeah. You know, they're worried that, um, that they'll get bumped into and knocked over, uh, maybe knocked flat. And, and I get it. It does happen. But, but, but I know that if I get hurt, he'll carry me. I've seen him pick up a, a, another sheep and put him on his shoulders. He'll make sure that I'm all healed up. I've seen him do it before. And the water. Okay, that's another example of how I look at things a bit different. Um, I know that, that some look at the beautiful pool of, of calm, restful water, and they think, that's it? That's too small. <laughs> but I keep watching the shepherd. Yeah, the, the shepherd, um, he keeps bringing in one sheep to, to get a drink, and then, and then shooing away another. He's just so caring, so, so careful to make sure that everybody gets a drink. 
it was almost like like one of those you know the the video board at a baseball game and then put the ball under the cap and uh, and the hats uh, keep moving around all over the place well that's what the shepherd was doing he just kept moving the sheep in and out making sure that everybody would get a drink he's so caring and so amazing and how he provides and I knew that there were uh, that there were some threats and some people were worried about some threats and they were talking about some dangers out there I don't know but I, I just knew that that nothing can overpower my shepherd yeah and no way he is way too great he's so gracious and kind to us but but boy, I've seen him uh, with some of those predators before. He can be nasty to them, making sure that uh, that all of us are safe. So I just kept my eye on the shepherd. I didn't worry about what was out there on the perimeter, what kind of danger was lurking. I knew that he can be way more fierce and way more powerful than any enemy out there. So I'm not worried about wolves or lions. I actually feel a little bad for them if they tried to come. So there, I just look at things differently. Now, if I'm honest, sometimes I fail. Sometimes I struggle to keep looking at the shepherd. I do. I mean, these are, are really things that are worrisome and, and when I let my eyes stray even for a second I'm tempted to stand up tempted to brace myself tempted to look around for any kind of help that might come but but then I catch myself and I look back at the shepherd and I I just lay back down I'm okay we're okay things are okay because he is way more than okay. I was hoping that the, uh, the usual tactics, you might call them, I was hoping that the usual tactics would work. <clears throat> uh, it's usually so, so easy to shift your gaze. Uh, you so easily stop looking at him and, and start looking at the problem. Yeah. And when you are looking at the problem, you so easily start looking at yourself and how you can fix the problem. That's all I was really going for. Instead of being one of those stupid sheep that keep his eyes on God, the Father, all the time, I was hoping to just shift his eyes. Easy peasy. I should have known that it wouldn't be so easy with him but I had to try and believe me I will keep trying Jesus had been in the wilderness for several days fasting for several days I knew that he was hungry I knew he was needy I knew he was suffering so I thought I would well I invited him to shift his gaze I invited him to fix the problem. I reminded him that he didn't need to suffer, that he didn't need to be needy. So I told him, if you are really God's son, just turn these stones into bread. Solve your problem. Simple, really. 
Look at your problem. Look at your suffering. And then look at yourself and your power, your ability to fix the problem. I was hoping that he would simply start looking at his wilderness, at his need. I was hoping that he would look at his suffering and his identity and decide that all of that wasn't right. I was hoping he'd look at himself. I mean, he had the power to do it. He did. He had the power to create his own green pastures, so to speak. He had the power to solve his problem and end his suffering. And so I was hoping that he'd look at himself and his power and his ability. But of course he didn't. He didn't look at the wilderness. He didn't look at his suffering. He didn't look at himself. He just looked. He just kept looking at the Father. And then, even worse, he looked at Scripture. He spat Scripture at my face. Man shall not live by bread alone, he said, but on every word that comes from God. Great. Just great. I'll have to wait for another opportunity and see if I can shift his gaze. I, uh, <clears throat> I wanted to make sure that you heard from me so that you know that I see it all. I do. It, it might not look like it to you, but I see it all. I see my sheep and their, their great need. I see the green pastures that are just up ahead, just beyond their sight. I see the valley and the, and the mountains just beyond that green pasture. Um, it's all too far for them to see, all too much for them to take in, really. And I know that we must stop here and just rest for quite some time. I see the lovely creek and the, and the pools of water. Yes, pools, plural. <laughs> My sheep always seem to only see one, but I see them all. I see the dangers on the perimeter, and I'm keeping my eye on them. No threat has overcome me yet, and I do not intend to be overcome. I see those pesky pests, <laughs> those things that irritate you. They kind of make me laugh, to be honest. But I know that they bother so many of you. I see that those things are temporary, just, just a blip on the radar of eternal life. But I'll do my part and try to calm them down. I, I even see the sheep that are missing, <clears throat> and I see how to go get them. Uh, I'll get to them, and, and I will bring them back. You need to know that. And I see, I see their wandering eyes. I do. I know that they're looking around, looking away from me. They think they're seeing so much, but they're actually seeing so little. I, I wish, I, I long for them to just look at me, to just look at me so they could relax, so they could enjoy the green pasture, to look at me so they can lay down. I, 
I see my sheep, and I love them. <clears throat> so where are you looking? If, uh, if I, uh, Dave Prill, <laughs> am going to be honest, I haven't been looking in the right spot. I try to return and look at the right thing every day. But there's so many other things that keep filtering into my view. Uh, like you, I'm probably looking at the events on Capitol Hill. I'm looking at my schedule. I look at the messes in my house. I look at the next project, the next sermon. I look at the people I need to connect with. My eyes wander to social media. I look at coronavirus and the numbers and the fatalities and vaccines. And I keep giving in to that temptation from Satan to look at my wilderness. I've been giving in to the temptation to look at myself. How can I fix these things? And honestly, it just leads me to despair <laughs> because I know I can't fix it. So these verses from Psalm 23 are so helpful. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. He, he, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside restful waters. What Jesus does in Matthew 4 is so helpful. Um, I'm going to keep my eyes on the shepherd. And when I struggle to do that, I'm going to keep my eyes on Scripture <laughs> so that I can see who my shepherd has been and what he has done. When I open up the pages of Scripture, I'll see a shepherd who led Jacob and, and who led the people through the wilderness for 40 years. I'll see a God who shepherded Moses and David, and I'll know he can shepherd me. I'll see a Jesus who calls himself the good shepherd, a good shepherd who is great and glorious and so gracious. When I open up scripture, I'll see a Jesus who fed 5,000 people in the wilderness. I'll see a Jesus who overcame all of my enemies. I'll see a Jesus who taught us again and again that all of those pesky pests are just temporary. They end. Jesus laid down his life so that I might live. That's what I'll see. So while I desire with all my heart to keep my eyes on the shepherd, I know that my eyes wander. And the tool that I have to keep refocusing my eyes are the words of Scripture that show me what my good shepherd has done and what he has been before. So, I'll keep looking at Scripture, and I'll keep looking at my good shepherd, and I think I'll lay down, and I'll enjoy the view. Amen. Uh, let's pray. Jesus, uh, we thank you for giving us something good to look at.
there are so many uh, negative, troubling, uh, scary things that sort of filter into our view. And uh, so often we let our eyes wander to those things. Please forgive us for that and uh, restore our vision upon you. In your great name we pray. Amen.